Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning and welcome. You're listening to a day of prayer this morning Bible study and we're so glad you could join us. But before we get into the word, let's take a moment and pray. Lord, we just thank you for everything that you continue to do in our lives, Lord. And Lord, we just thank you that we can continue to show the same grace and mercy that you show us to others, Lord. Lord, we also just thank you that you allow us to forgive, Lord, and that you forgive us as well, Lord. Lord, we also just thank you for your Holy Spirit and that he is with us at all times, Lord, and that he does not leave us or forsakes us, Lord. But he continues to guide us through every situation, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We are so glad you're with us as we continue our study of the Word and specifically the book of Acts. We are in chapter 9, and um, we're going to reread from uh, chapter 9, verses 20 through 31. I'd just like to, so I'd like to thank you for joining us, and I especially want to thank our partners, those that have chosen to help in the work of the ministry and ensure that the Lord's house is built and that the gospel is taught and preached throughout the four corners of the earth. Thank you immensely for being a blessing to us and for countless others throughout the globe. Thank you for keeping us and them in your prayers, for sowing into the ministry, for liking and sharing the episodes and subscribing on the number of platforms that a day of prayer is found on. And it's expanding because that's what the Lord's doing in order to fulfill the task that he's given us to do. He's the one doing the work and he does that through people. So thank you for sharing in, I'll say, in the work and the labor that the Lord has given us to do and to help bring it to to fulfillment. So I'd like to thank each and every one of you. Well, let's get into the word, shall we? Yes. So can I get a volunteer to read from Acts chapter 9, verses 20 through 31, please? I will. All right, promise? Immediately he preached to Christ in the synagogues that he is the Son of God. Then all who heard were amazed and said, Is this not he who destroyed those who called on this name in Jerusalem? And has come here for that purpose, so that he might bring them bound to the chief priest? But Saul increased all the more in strength and confounded the Jews who dwelt in Damascus, proving that this Jesus is the Christ. Now after many days were passed, the Jews plotted to kill him. But their plot became known to Saul, and they watched the gates day and night to kill him. Then the disciples took him by night and let him down through the wall in a large basket. And when Saul had come out of Jerusalem, he tried to join the disciples, but they were all afraid of him and did not believe that he was a disciple. But Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles, and he declared to them how he had seen the Lord on the road, and that he had spoken to him, and how he had preached boldly at Damascus in the name of Jesus. So he was with them at Jerusalem, coming in and going out. And he spoke boldly in the name of the Lord Jesus and disputed against the Hellenist, but they attempted to kill him. When the brethren found out, they brought him down to Caesarea and sent him out to Tarsus. 
Want to read 31 as well, sir? Sorry. It's all right. Then the churches throughout all Judea, Galilee, and Samaria had peace and were edified. And walking in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Spirit, they are multiplied. Mm -hmm. Amen. All right, so at this time, we're going to open up the floor and give each of you the opportunity to share what the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and to ask any questions that you may have. So, who would like to begin? Well, I'll go. All right, I promise. Okay, so the Lord is talking to me about first, um, 20 through 25, where it said that the Jews were attempting to kill him. And the Lord showed me that salt, when he, the Lord had provided one escape, he didn't elbow the people off his way and say, no, I'm going out the gate. And he didn't try to be stubborn. And the Lord reminded me of Ishmael, um, the government of Judah. The governor of Judah. When, In Jeremiah? Yes, and how he had told, no, you speak falsely about Jonathan. Not Jonathan. I'm not sure his name, but... I'll look that up. We need some soft music to play while everybody's <laughs> wrestling through. So, you know, I just always remind everybody when I get a chance, this is a great time as this little intermission here, that uh, we'd love to have you join us in person. If you want to, you can just go to adayofprayer.org and get all our contact information where mm -hmm. you can find out. You can certainly join us during the podcast. We have other opportunities uh, throughout the month to fellowship with us. We'd love to have you uh, join us. And um, if you can't join us in person, please send us an email and just uh, let us know what you think about the podcast, uh, positive or negative. We'd love to have your feedback one way or the other. And if, uh, if you feel the need or being led to uh, help support this ministry financially, you can also find the giving link right there on the website at adayofprayer.org. Uh, we'd love to connect with you in any way through any means that you see. If you go to the website, again, at adayofprayer.org, there is various ways to uh, connect with us through all the media, social media platforms and various ways to give and support this ministry. Of course, by listening and praying is one of the most important things you can do. And now, Amen. back to promise. I think he's ready. Okay, I found it. It's inside Thank of... Thank you, brother. <laughs> um, Go ahead, sir. Jeremiah 41, and I was mistaken. It was, I think it's pronounced Gidala, who was the government of... Judah and Ishmael was the one who killed him. Okay, explain. In that, when Jonathan had come and warned him and said, "Hey, Ishmael's good. He's attempt. He's decided to come and kill you." He said, "No, you speak falsely about Ishmael." Okay, so can you tie that back to what we're talking about with Saul? Currently, Saul. Yes. And All right. How Saul then elbowed people out the way and say, no, these people are my friends, and say, they would never do such a thing like that. And the Lord also reminded me that Saul then tried to be a self-martyr, martyr, and try to go through the gates and say, this is the Lord's will. And the Lord also reminded me of how sometimes when people pray, they go, if it be thy will, it then... They put out fleece. Okay. And the Lord showed me that Saul didn't go, well, the Lord 
He didn't go, well, the Lord didn't answer me in this way, so I'm going to go out the gate. But said, no, the Lord's given me a way of escape, so I'm going to take that route. Mm-hmm. And how did he know that? Would that not be ministered by the Holy Spirit? Yes. So, so as I'm listening to you and what you're saying, all right, let's make it clear for the listeners. We don't need to go find our own way. Right? Is that what you're getting at? Yes. The Lord already has a plan and a purpose. Right? David says it this way. He encourages, King David in the Old Testament, encourages us to bring our plans before the Lord. Right? Yes. It's not that we are not allowed to or cannot come up with a plan. But you see, and even in David's life, who the Lord's testimony of David is that he is a man after his own heart. Right? Yes. And and we know as we, from reading the scriptures that David was a tactician. All the people knew him as a tactician. He studied out plans and strategy and he was a strategist. He knew what to do, what his what the enemy was going to do. Right? Yes. But how did he know that? Yeah, he came up with plans. Absolutely. But he brought them all before the Lord. Lord, do I do this? like we have done in the past. And the Lord would give him the answer, as the Lord does through his Holy Spirit, right? Always. Yes. Did it in David's life, he'll do it in yours today. But there's the, and, and that's also what the Lord says about the Holy Spirit. He'll provide a way of escape, even when tempted, right? Yes. Okay. We have to be, I'll say, open to the Lord and his leading through the Holy Spirit. And willing to follow what he says. Not then still try to create our own way or, excuse me, I'll say apply our own plan and just tell the Lord to bless it. He's God for a reason. Right? Yes. Is that what you're getting at? Yes. Okay. Continue, sir. If you have more. I do. Okay, well, please. And then the second point was inside verse 26 when it said, And when Saul had come to Jerusalem, he tried to join the disciples, but they were all afraid of him and did not believe that he was a disciple. And so the Lord reminded me of how some people claim, say that others are not Christians by what they do and basing it off of what their physical eyes see. So what they do or what they did? Both. Okay. But now, I'll bring that up. I'm asking you the question for a reason, right? Because what is it that Paul is doing, or Saul, still calls him Saul at this point. What is it that Saul is doing? He's speaking and witnessing and testifying of the Lord, of Jesus, right? Yes. He is teaching and training up, discipling others to the Lord and has been doing it for some time, right? Yes. But there, and we see this, so you bring up a a wonderful uh, point. Are we focused on what the person is doing now that they have chosen to submit to the Lord and His Lordship and, and 
the leading of Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior in their life? Or are we holding on, unforgiving, of what they did in the past? And sure, yeah, it was a horrific thing that that Saul did, right? Yes. He persecuted the church. He, he says himself that he was a murderer, right? Yes. However, he changed significantly. Immediately, he changed. That's what we have been, what we are reading about right now. And you see that it says it happened for some time, right? It said many, yes. many days. Now, we don't know what the, how long that is. But there's also the other aspect of, yeah, that happened in, in Damascus. Which, well, it still exists today. That's in Syria. So there is also some distance from Damascus to Jerusalem. Yes. Right? And, yes. and they didn't have a, a car or a plane they could just fly to back then. You were either walking or riding an animal, right? Yes. At, at best, a chariot, right? Yes. Okay. So let's consider some things here. That there was time. This was demonstrated over time. And there is a number of, is even looking in the natural, at things that were happening and experiencing, that he was experiencing, that the Jews were trying to kill him. His own, I'll say, at the time, they were fellow Pharisees, right? Yes. Had risen up against him. That's significant. That he, he literally had to have his disciples lower him down in a basket so he could escape and go to the next city. There's a lot of just even the natural things that, how is it that someone that is actively trying to persecute the church, right? Why, why would they be now threatened for their life and being in pursuit or someone in pursuit of them trying to kill them? But then there's the other aspect, and this is, I'll say, the more important thing. What did the Holy Spirit say about it? Well, that's where there's a challenge there. There it is. But I, th I thought, promise you were in mid-thought, so I, I wanted to see if you could finish your thought before I jumped in there. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, sir. Oh, and how they base their, base if they're Christian based off what they see with the physical eyes. And the Lord reminded me of the scripture where it said that he, he used the foolish things to come, to confuse the wise, and so the Lord reminded me of that the Lord has raised set a magic for a Christian, and that it's not a person's, it's not a person's place to decide what that magic is. Mm -hmm. And then the Lord reminded me of how, although some activities, you can use some activities to peg whether they're Christian or not, and where they are. Like murdering, you can generally peg where they, if they're Christian or not. But small things like smoking. Well, ultimately, it's between them and the Lord, right? Yes. And, and how much of the Lord they will allow in their life. It's not for us to judge the person or their relationship with the Lord. The Lord does... Say right. I'll say the Lord says it in multiple ways, right? Don't judge the people because how you judge, you will be judged, right? But that doesn't yes. mean we should be afraid to judge 
He's given us a place to judge, but what are we to judge? What do, and we'll just put it in natural terms with court systems. What does the court judge? The action. To see whether it's, I'll say, under the law or not, right? Yes. They're judging the action. And the same way the Lord says to teach the people how to separate the holy from the profane. When I to do that, I have to judge a matter. I have to examine it and see if it adds up or it does not. Is this in alignment with the law, the ordinances, and all the things that the Lord gave us? So in other words, I'll say, is it like our Lord and Savior, his nature, his character, and his attributes? Or is it in opposition? Right? Yes. That's what we are to judge, not the person. But we are to know the difference between the holy and the profane. Or sin, right? Yes. And judge anything that is that rears itself up against our Lord and Savior. Or blasphemes him, or right? Yes. Okay. That's what the Lord has given us authority over. Right? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, just things to consider in this, right? Yes. Yes. But the the biggest thing is, and I, and I bring this up for a reason, right? The biggest thing is, what is the Holy Spirit saying and ministering about a person, about what's happening, right? Yes. And it doesn't say that they, either way, whether the that the apostles sought the Holy Spirit or they didn't seek the Holy Spirit, right? We we do have a clue though. Okay. Let's they hear. were afraid of him. There it is. So that word afraid is never in alignment with Holy Spirit communication. Exactly. And it makes it for because perfect love casts out fear, right? And he's afraid has not matured in love, right? So there, I'll say it in this way. Fear only comes from one place. I love how you brought that up because it is important. Um, fear comes from one place. That's the enemy. So, the fact that they were afraid makes it, as I'll say it in this way, fear makes it very hard to hear clearly what the Lord is saying and ministering to you. So something that we need to be aware of. So, again, we're not judging. These are men, right? They're no different than you or I today. The one thing that we can ask and should ask ourselves is, are we willing to serve the Lord in the same way if that's what's required of us? To be led by his Holy Spirit. And it is important because it says in Scripture that the Antichrist, the Antichrist, the devil, right? Or the person stirred up by the devil, whom the devil gives his power to, right? Yes. Yes. It says that if he could, he would fool the very elect. Those that are in the Lord, which is why we can't trust just what our eyes see and just what our ears hear or what our senses are, right? We have to be led by his Holy Spirit who leads us and guides us into all truth. Then that's the Lord says the same thing about himself or about Jesus in Isaiah 11, right? says he will not judge by what his eyes see or what his ears hear. Yes. 
But why? In verse 2, it describes how what he will be led by, which is Holy Spirit. And it goes into all these different characteristics and attributes of the Holy Spirit in there. Who he is. Right? Yes. So, it's no different for us today. Let's be led by the Holy Spirit. Let's seek him for insight. But we can't do it out of fear. Right? He's yes. not give what does scripture say? He's not giving us a spirit of fear, but of power. I believe it's power and might. Love and a sound mind? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. So if I have a sound mind, which is don't we well, Saul later, Paul says, We have the mind of Christ. We have that now. Those that are his have it. We have to use it. That's his thoughts, his ways. Operating in and through us, right? He's given yeah, us yes. power and authority. Right? He gave us yes, dominion over yes. all the earth. And he said, go subdue it. Right? Yes. Okay. And he gave us power and authority in his name. In my name, they will do all these things. Right? Yes. But as we, we pointed out here in an earlier episode, previous episode, all of that hinges off of love. Our love for him. That we were first able to do, or were able to do because he first loved us and extended to us that grace that we received through faith. So, what else? Then the Lord also remind me of James um, 2.19 where it said, you say you believe there's one God, and then he wanted to say that you do well, the de- but the demons also believe and tremble. And the Lord reminded me of how some people just go, well, he said he's Christian, so then he must be Christian, just go based off what those people say instead of hearing from the Lord. And so the Lord showed me that instead of judging by what the person says or what they're doing, because you can't, sometimes you can't see inside the personal life, but the Lord can listen to what the Lord says and basing up doing what the Lord tells you to do. So the Lord is a discerner of the thoughts and intentions of the heart, right? Yes. Yes. He says the same thing about Israel, right? As opposed, so he says about Israel that their lips are toward me. But what? Their heart was far from me. And how did we know that? By their actions. Because while they said one thing about the Lord, the actions, especially during testing, were but always in opposition. Yes? Yes. Yes. Regardless of what the Lord said about them, to them, and about what he wanted to do in and for them, in their lives and throughout the generations. Yes. Yes. So I bring that up not to judge the Hebrews or judge Israel, right? But so that we can judge ourselves and examine ourselves and make sure that we are not in opposition. That it's not just words or platitudes towards the Lord. We're not just saying, 
the, what we consider to be the quote-unquote right things. But that our actions are actually corroborating the things that we are saying and expressing in favor towards our Lord. Yes. Yes. So, and that's for all of us. That's for me first. So I am not excluded or disqualified. So I don't disqualify myself, I shall say. But that's for every one of us. Do our actions line up with the, the words we say, the favorable words we say? Or are they in opposition? Yes. So, yes. so there's a lot for today. So let's pause there. Allow the, the listeners to have the Holy Spirit, the opportunity to have the Holy Spirit minister to them as they search out the scriptures. And, and um, we'll resume this on the next podcast, the next episode. So can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, I promise. Lord, I just thank you for today. Just thank you for giving us everything that we need, Lord, before we need it. And Lord, I also just thank you for just telling us everything that we need to know, Lord. And Lord, I also just thank you for giving us the world thought to understand everything that, understand what you say, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. And amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. We hope you've enjoyed listening to a Day of Prayers morning Bible study. This year, Pastor John and I are believing for 1,000 new partners to believe God with us and join in the work of the ministry. God is doing great things through a Day of Prayer, and we want you to be a part. If the Lord has placed on your heart to partner with us, please contact us online at adayofprayer.org. Click on the menu and select Partner. Complete the form, and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you again. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.